Welcome to episode 30 of Australian Design Radio to provide Australia and the world with conversations and commentary on Australian design. I'm Flynn Tracy and with me as always is Matt Leach. Hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yep. Who have we got? Today we yeah. have got Maggie Tang. Hey. Hey Maggie. Hello. Fresh from Berlin. Fresh, fresh from Berlin. So fresh and so clean. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this because this is an amazing opportunity. Like literally we reached out and you're like, yeah, yeah, cool. So oh, absolutely. Anything for Flip. So, oh. yeah. so, so a bit of a background. So obviously Maggie, what, about 2005, 2004 you got into industry in a big way yeah oh yeah i got into the industry probably not in a big way but yeah that's that's <laughs> well, about right no, see that's really interesting because i think you know i heard about you very early on um and you obviously were at moon and then yes. you went to frost um and then you know did some pretty cool stuff there and some pretty cool stuff at moon as well uh and then i think what i want to hear about today is that you you just left australia just were like whatever smoke bomb here I know. It's just like, oh no, it was a long time in the making. I, mm. I actually always wanted to do this. Like, since since I was nineteen, like, I always knew for whatever reason, I knew I wanted to go. But just life happened, and then you know all these awesome opportunities came up, just uh, as you um, explained, and I just never got around to doing it. And I'm a terrible saver, but <laughs> I think. Um, when oh, was it 2013? Oh, well, around 2012, like everything started to fall into place, and the UK working visa is always an incentive for Australians, and um, that kind of was the catalyst for making me get off my ass to actually do it. So, so, so you went over and worked for Font Shop. Yeah, I ended up. That was my first job in Berlin. So, um, were you going to that job? Or? No, I um, I went over there with no. no plans really except I knew I wanted to live there mm. I knew I wanted to travel for about three four months or as long as the money would run dry because <laughs> um, like Europe was always this thing this mecca for me um, and I've traveled before but I always I like, I'll wait till I do the big move and um, so all I had booked was a return ticket to London and then I had a, I got my UK working visa sorted so I had two years on that um, as a backup because um, I wanted to, you know, do the language challenge and what have you. And a one-way ticket to Berlin because like, that was like the first city on my list that I wanted to. Was that to force you to sort sort things yeah. out when you got there? Oh, actually, I don't really know because I think, I, to be honest, I was terrible in terms of like planning because I wanted to, you know. I was just so <laughs> exhausted, I think, by the time leading up to it. I was just like, do you know what, I'm just going to. I'm just going to see how I go, which is very different for me because I'd always, you know, especially with work, every, I always had somewhere to go to and it was the first time I had nothing, mm. which was frightening but kind of liberating and awesome at the same time. And, um, yeah, so I had um, three cities in mind. I had Berlin. Um, I don't know why everyone's, everyone always asks, but I just have really great things about it and the language thing, I really wanted to learn a different language. Amsterdam was on the list as well, um, and Stockholm for a little bit was hovered in my like top five, but then kind of dropped off. Um, and London because you know the visa thing and yeah, but all, and you know as much as you know everyone has their opinion about London, um, I didn't want to be another expat in London. However, when I got there, I loved it, um, mm. and also the work opportunities you can't deny, mm. just you know the caliber of you know design and. Mm. creative things to do um, is something that's a draw card. So, yeah. So, 
So let me just run through. So you, you get to London. And yes. And you get a ticket to go to Berlin just for like a, to see what it's like. Yeah. I wanted to do at least two to three weeks in the cities I had in mind just to, you know, I think you do need a bit of time to suss out the, the vibe of a place and, you know, getting around and, you know, just vibe. So in my mind, I, I did two, three, two and a half, three weeks in London. Then I was going to do the same in Berlin and then I was going to move across different cities depending on weather and right. the cheapness of flights, whatever EasyJet had, you know, available. Because, um, you know, for the first time ever, like I didn't have – like I didn't really have to plan anything, so I kind of mm. just went with it and um, and everything just kind of snowboarded. Well, I did, I did need to be in Paris in June because I left in April – so that was kind of a mini deadline because I had friends getting married and I was crashing their honeymoon. Right, right. Um, so <laughs> I had about, what, six weeks or so, six or eight weeks between London, Berlin and wherever else before Paris. Mm. Um, but so I ended up staying. How did Font Shop? Oh, it was just amazing. Like I got to Berlin and I hated it, which mm. was such a shame. I was just devastated because it was always like the front runner in the back of my mind and I was really sick. It was coming out of one of the coldest winters. I didn't, I realized I could, well, I didn't realize, like it dawned on me, like how bit shit it is that I don't speak German. Um, but <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and I got there and it was just so gray and it was like, it was the first time I airbnb I had no idea. Did you have a good experience with your Airbnb? It was, you know, it was okay, like, because... My best friend who lived there for about, she exchanged for about four, I can't remember, it was four or eight. I was like, Sarah, I was like, tell me where to go. And again, I hadn't done any research, but, you know, <laughs> thank goodness for the internet and, you know, best friends. And she's like, look, here, 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 go here. It's not the best. But so I ended up like in a place called Mitter, which was location wise, I, I would never stay there again, um, but it was super convenient. Not knowing, you know, where the hell I was, like it, it was fine. Mm. Um and yeah, I got there and it was just horrible. And I think it started to hit me the just I left everything behind and my start getting that feeling of yeah, have I made a like have just, I made a huge know, mistake? Just, yeah, just starting to you know the wind like getting taken out of me. Um, yeah, because you know I always say I didn't leave Sydney because it wasn't great. Like I loved it. Like I had a great job. You know, I had a great. I've got amazing friends. Like Sydney's amazing. Um, but I just needed to do this. Um, mm. But when, yeah, well, so when I got there, um, I always say, like, I always knew this, but having lived, you know, been away for a while and seeing people go through the same thing, all you need is one person. Right. Like, even mm. though if you don't know them that well, ideally you'd have good mates there. Um, but all you need is one person and just don't be afraid to kind of reach out. Um, and I was super lucky that I had three people that I didn't know that well, but. Mm. You know, I'd, you know, synced up to really good friends and they just ended up being, you know, amazing. Like, first one was um, Daniel Dittmar. Oh, wow. Oh, Dittmar, yeah. 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 So, another Sydney expat. Another Sydney expat. Um, he was six months ahead of me in getting to the Germany. He was yeah, it seemed like everybody left every six months. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was Dittmar yeah. and then kind of you and then Gavi in my world. Yeah. yeah. Kind of so kept happening and I'm like, what is going on with Berlin? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, must be make no jokes. Um, yeah, so it was the first person to go, and he was like, "How?" Because he was loving it. Mm. Um, he was like, and he he spoke German as well. He's German, learned German, and um, so that's you know, understandably, you know, it was easy for him to get around. 
Um, so it was good that he kind of showed me around and everything. Mm. Um, but the change, the game changer was when I caught up with, um, they work, they're my D friends now, but one of them, um, was a girl I went to uni with Sarah, shout out to Sarah Lincoln, <laughs> um, fellow COFA alumni. Um, and, uh, she, she's, she was, she'd been over there for about three years and her husband, um, who works at Ableton, um, they were there for a long time and we caught up and, um, they talked me through all the things about living in Berlin and what have you. They took me out to Schnitzel. It was great. <laughs> and I was just like, I was still like, I'm not so sure. Um, and then, you know, we got to talking and Sarah was like, oh, you know, Typo's on. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I've always wanted to go to Typo. Right. Um, but I was like, I'm not going to – I don't really like, want to spend 500 euro on a ticket. Um, like, I'd love to if I was kind of there, but then I was traveling. I didn't want to But stay. that money can go a lot further to exactly. more schnitzels yeah. and exactly. more beer, right? And yeah. considering I didn't have a job either, I was just <laughs> like, oh, I thought about it. But then she was like, actually – and at that point, she was working at Eden Spiekerman, who's a branding and digital agency mm. um, founded by Mr. Eric Spiekerman um, at that point. And they do a lot of work with Typo and Font, Font, uh, and Font Shop. She was like, oh, they're always looking for – native English speakers to kind of go and review talks and oh. write for the blog. She said, do you write? And I said, well, I've just started a blog. <laughs> and I do do, you know, I can, you know, string together a few sentences, but I'd be definitely be interested and it's something that I always like to, you know, writing is something, you know, every designer, or at least in my opinion, you know, the designers that are the best, you know, that I've come across, you know, work really hard at. I'm improving mm. the writing. I was like, yeah. And then she just hooked me up and I got a press pass. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. Well, which really means I was just writing, press- I was just writing for the blog, really. <laughs> um, and then I went along to Typo and I just, and then it all kind of started there. So I ended up going to Typo for free and I, um, I was, went a bit bonkers because I think I had a bit of like, non work cabin fever mm. and I kind of put my hand up. I was like, I'll do like seven talks, every talk. I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> so I ended up, um, you know, reviewing a few talks and writing a few pieces. And then through that, I met all these people. Yeah. Um, um, you know, Jürgen was one of them. Um, right. So yeah. Jürgen, uh, who runs Creative Morning Mornings Berlin. in Berlin, right? Yeah. yeah. He's cool. also, um, oh gosh, I can't even, I'm terrible. Like I should know what his role is at Font Shop. I think he's the director or something of Font Shop. Mm. Um, so through Creative Mornings, I went through one of the Berlin. You know, I went to. Isn't the- that isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah it's cool. This Creative Mornings kind of network. I mean, it's pretty powerful yeah. now, isn't it? It's, like- it's 130 chapters wow. around the world, so it's it's crazy. hard to miss now. Yeah, mm. yeah, and it's just like I mean, it was always an awesome thing. Like, which is mm. why I got involved um, back when I was in Sydney, and I just loved it so much. And it's just, you know. I mean, like all meetups do, but this one in particular, like it's just, um, yeah, something very special about it. So I went along and I introduced myself and, you know, going back to what I was saying before, you know, actually what I was, you know, one of the things I do want to talk about and always um, insist on emphasising is, you know, you really got to put yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, just, you know, what, what you're talking about, putting your hand up for stuff. Yeah, like. You know, it's a combination of you know, my enthusiasm, but also you've got to give it a go. And even when I was in Sydney, like I used to always say, especially to, you know, juniors and people, you know, asking for advice, um, yeah, you just, 
put yourself out there. You got to follow up, and that's you know no brainer the same. How do you stop putting yourself out there though? Like when 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 do you get to the point where you go, okay, that's enough now, thank you. And- oh well, I guess it's oh, I say put, it depends on what one's definition of putting yourself out there. Mm. Like I think keeping yourself engaged mm-hmm. is probably a better way of articulating it. And in the case of me or people that do want to, you know, make the move to a different place, a different city, like, you, you know, you really do miss out if you don't, you know, it's just one less, you know, opportunity that you mm-hmm. have. And, um, you know, for me, like I tried extra harder because I had to, like, not just for work, but, yeah, you know, from a social perspective, I didn't know anyone and I didn't know I was sick. So, I was just always looking for things to do. And, and you couldn't speak any German at that time? No. Like, I, I did like... Oh, ter- nine. Like, nine. Nine. Exactly. <laughs> genau. Oh, I just, means, know, I just know Dust is good. Dust that, is good. That's, that's yeah, but you I'm could get by with a few phrases, actually. Um, like, I can teach you, like, a good five phrases and you could probably <laughs> carry on, like, a have, solid have, have conversation. Like a, I wonder if we have to label the episode as explicit if we swear <laughs> in German in the Australian iTunes oh, store. I don't know about that. We could find Ooh, out. Oh, we could find out. I'll try not to drop any... Um, <laughs> So, German so indecencies. How, so I'm just trying to get this in my head right, though, because so you can't speak any German. No. And you're writing for. It wasn't a German. Oh no, no, it was English. So oh, okay. they wanted, you know, English, like, <laughs> so that's got, why they wanted English yeah, speakers, that's why right? They English yeah. speakers. So, oh, gosh, right. that would have been horrible. My my Cantonese <laughs> is probably better than um, my my German, which is and my Cantonese is All terrible. All these German designers going, I don't understand a word. Like, what? <laughs> Why? Isn't it half in Chinese, half in English? We don't get it. Um, just umlauts everywhere. Yeah, umla- yeah, just umla- because they're so pretty. Um, uh, but yeah, so then I, uh, long story short, um, Typo was awesome, met all these people. And then one day there was this meetup that, you know, then I started following Jurgen on Twitter, of course. Yeah. And then he posted this um, type talk that was going, it was in a pub somewhere and like it was like the following week. Um, and it was Stephen Coles, who's an amazing typographer, and he runs Fonts in Use yeah. as well. Um, and I was like, I love him. And then I, you know, I was like, I've got nothing to do. I've got no friends. Um, but also, <laughs> yeah. I was interested. It's so, in pub, like beer. Yeah, pub, yeah. Yeah, pub type, you know, <laughs> it's done. So You had me at pub. I had me at pub, yeah. And then I went along and then, thank, actually, before I got there, I was like, Oh gosh, I hope it's not in German. <laughs> it was yeah. in English, so that was fine. Um, and then afterwards, you chat as you do. And then I ended up sat next to the marketing director of Font Font. Mm. And he was like, oh, as you know, what's your story? And then I told him my story. And he's like, and halfway through, he's like, wait. So I was explaining what I did and why got me there. So like, oh, I've got, I think I've got a job for you that would be, you'd be great for. And I said, I said, Really? Because at that point, I'd been in Berlin, it would have been like four weeks, and I was 88% sure that I think I wanted Berlin to be home, and then Mm. the next step was to sort out my visa and um, to get a job. Mm. Um, And he was like, yeah, it's like, job for you. And I was like, great, what is it? And he's like, it's a marketing role. And I said, okay, I'm a graphic designer. <laughs> but, Same thing. But tell me more. But I said, hmm, but tell me more. And then he's like, look, um, why don't you send me your – he's like, do you have a CV? And I said, do I? Oh, um, <laughs> I've got one right here no, just I, in case. No, I actually, did, well, I actually didn't because I was – in my mind, I had planned to travel and 
sort out my CV yeah. and do my – I still don't have a website and just sort that out, like, you know, during my travels. Because um, I'd always mm-hmm. – you know, when you work, it's really hard, you know. It's probably good it. you don't have a website because be you awful. get all the dress people looking for yeah, dresses. Yeah, exactly. Matt was telling so me. So, Maggie didn't even know. So, she's she's got a whole line of rockabilly dresses that are named after her. Another doppelganger, isn't it? I know. Yeah. I think I think it has something to do with her. I think it's she's got crazy. a secret thing. It's does. just like my- It's like moonlighting as a- no, I'm Fashion not. Designer. That's why I'm back in Sydney. No, <laughs> yeah. um, you never left. I never left. <laughs> in hiding. Yeah, mm. hiding out in like a basement, sewing rockabilly dresses. Well, to your cre- <laughs> to your credit for not being a narcissist and googling yourself constantly, <laughs> you've never discovered your doppelganger. No. <laughs> uh, only through again, okay, Matt brought it up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, there was this girl that tweeted to me about dresses," and I was like, "Nope, <laughs> <laughs> different one." <laughs> um, but yeah, so I. Send sending my staff and then went to see them and the oddly like again like you know backs a little backstory you know relevant for all the people you know considering moving you know you do get presented with lots of choices I mean I was super lucky I have friends in London um, and I meet and greet with Will Follins and I was just like well, what am I going to do oh, like, wow. cool yeah. um, but then I ended up. I mean, it was only a meet and greet with – like, it was nothing. It was just like a high, wasn't anything, but still, like, um, yeah, it was – for me, it was a very big deal. And it's always mm. – you know, you don't turn down, turn down opportunities. Um, yeah. And I always love meeting people as well. So, yeah, so went in and saw them and then I had to kind of – I hadn't been offered anything in London yet, but I was like, do you know what? Like, at that point, I was – I left to, to live somewhere – you know, not well, cool is not the right word, but somewhere different. And mm. it's about the city at that point. Yeah. It's about the city, not the work. Work is really important, but city but, was my priority. You said you didn't like it. It was grey and... By like week three, week two and three, like I just turned. Like Berlin's just one of those places if you've ever been, like either it embraces you. Like for me, it was visually everything I expected, but still I was just, it was a rude awakening. Mm. Um and it's, there's I, yeah. so many layers, like really, like there's just so many pockets of different types of spaces, and the German culture obviously takes takes a while to kind of get the hang of, and kind of a, like any you know different under, culture. Under three weeks though. I just, <laughs> you know, I was just, I was, I was the luckiest girl in the world. Like I just, all you need is one person, and yeah. three people, yeah. and through those people, and the other people, like go back to Ed and Sarah, who you know Sarah who got me the gig, you know, for Typo. I met their th- friends. Um, it was just like barbecue one day and then I ended up meeting a girl called Jenny who's a, who's a dear friend of mine now. And at that point she was like, you know what, I'm looking for someone to sublet my apartment. I would really like that to be a girl. And I was like, hey. <laughs> it's like so – and that point I hadn't decided, But it's just all these things that kind of you get presented with, you know, through mm. life as well. But mm. when I was there, I was just like, hells yeah. Like it's kind it of- helps if you're an extremely lovely and nice <laughs> person. Yeah. Just oh, like to throw it out there. Bribing her with these days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll <laughs> stop it. <laughs> yeah. You guys are delightful, which is why I'm here. Yeah, so, okay, so, so you're at Fun Shop and then yeah. and then working in, in like the area that, you know, type, it's like design, it's all amazing yeah. stuff. And then you went client side. I did because um, the font font gear was great. Again, you know, go, it was the, a marketing. What's the difference between font shop and font font? Font shop is the, well, now they're monotype, but um, they are distributors of, right. 
fonts and they also have different um, boundaries that kind of distribute fonts through FontShop. Right. And font font is the foundry that kind of sits right. in FontShop. Uh, so okay, they, right. they make their fonts like you know, they accept fonts and they're a foundry in their own right, whereas FontShop is a distributor. Of right. lots of different lots foundries. Of different foundries. Okay. So yeah. FontShop's cool. the mother yeah. company. Yeah, and right. Font Font kind of sat under that. So right. and I was working for Font Font. Um and they do amazing, amazing work. Um and I, you know, the job was um it was great. Like I just again it was interesting, you know, and I'll explain, you know, the client more, you know, in relation to my for Reelsy's career, but even in this instance, it was a sidestep. It was still design and, you know, typography, which I love, but I wasn't the designer. Like I was, yeah. had to write mm. about it. I still need to have this. Uh, you know. So are you managing designers like through your marketing campaigns uh, and stuff? I was man- managing the camp. I didn't manage designers, but I managed mm. the campaigns and. So sort in of. That kind you're informing of, the designer. Yeah, right? yeah, but not really. Okay. But you know, you know, because you know it's very flat line, um, <laughs> and you know that was awesome. But I got to the point where I wasn't sure. Like I missed it. It was great. Like again, my writing skills improved tenfold because. Every day I just wrote, it's amazing how many, you know, different ways you can, you know, describe a font. Um, (laughs) You know, got to know them intimately. Um, But then I was just, yeah, I just missed it, really missed it. Uh, You know, graphic design is my jam. I was like, brand is my jam. Um, And then I got an opportunity to presented to me um, through my friend Ed and we were having dinner one night and I think I was just – thinking about all these things and at that point it was like, oh, our brand manager's going on maternity leave and we don't know what we're doing. And Sarah, again, actually I should probably thank, she's coming up a lot. She's, you know, <laughs> link between everything. She was like, oh, Mags could do that. Mags can, you know, Mags can, you know, roll stuff out with the eyes closed and, you know, this and brand. Um, and he was like, wait a minute. Um, you know, this could be a real thing. And um, at that point they – didn't really have a design team at all. Um, and again, a bit of background about Ableton, they um, rebranded. Like, when was I there? 2000 and end of 13. Um, they kind of rebranded about 12 to 18 months ago. I like made thought mm. it was um, mm. our brand agency. Um, but then up until then, like, there was no one. They didn't have an internal team. And, right. Like, so, well, you should probably, for the listeners, like, a- yeah. Ableton is, they do music sequencing and, yes. like, particularly for live kind of performance? Yes, they um, it's a music tech uh, product company. We make software and hardware um, live and push are our products. Live is, yeah, a digital audio mm. workstation. When, when um, Daft Punk is obviously the, yes. the flagship kind of artist. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Like, it's just one of those things where the roots are in um, electronic music and techno. But um, it's really um, software made for music production. So... Um, yeah, the heritage is in, you know, for DJs and electronic music, but it's amazing, like, through working, again, actually, I actually didn't know who they were, um, which is, <laughs> uh, which is quite amazing, um, also considering. Can't speak German. Can't speak German. I didn't know the before. company. I'm, like, prime candidate material. <laughs> Maggie Tang, like, give me a job. I know, I'm like, you know, <laughs> yes, we want her. Um, but, uh, yeah, but the it's anything to do with music production, like theatre. I always like one of the, like, my heroes, which I love, is um, Ira Glass. Like, I love um, This American Life. Mm. Don't we all? And when I found out he used Live, Ableton Live, as a part of, you know, 
I mean, his workflow. I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and we also make hardware as well. Um, yeah, we make an instrument to obviously assist with production, but it's an instrument in its own right. So mm. that's what we do. We're in the business of music tech. I loved, I really love the logo. Actually, it's um yeah. It's, now, who who came first? Was it Paul McCartney's new <laughs> album or? Oh gosh, because they're really. When, when, when did when did the Paul McCartney album come this out? This is this is this is good radio. Can you paint a yeah. word? Can you yeah. paint a word picture so, for everybody so, who okay. can't? So, so see the, logo. the logo for Ableton is basically four. Four, vertical four, lines and four horizontal and lines. four horizontal lines, which is yeah. really really beautiful next to each other. And then obviously Paul McCartney's new album was uh, three vertical lines, mm. um, three horizontal lines, and three vertical lines, which sort of says new basically. Right? Oh, actually, okay. no, I think we came first. Yeah, I think I, I remember there was a lots of kind of there was a bit of a talk, and that's how I sort of <laughs> heard about the logo, like, saw uh, the logo, and yeah, just, it's always yeah. the way you know. Started to put. Four and no, four it's together. A, it's a gorgeous. It's a gorgeous. Yeah, uh, I mean, in, in answer to that, it's actually an evolution of the original logo, um, which was six vertical lines and um, horizontal lines, which were more like I always called it the sausage era because it looked like little sausages, um, <laughs> and uh, that goes back to the way that um, the UI of our um, of live in that um, there's session and arrangement and there's a vertical interface. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah like, sure. uh, that makes so sense. So that's nice. where the yeah. cool. logo comes So from. coming up soon is going to be two lines. And oh, who knows? Lines. Who knows? Just keep simplifying. Who John knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll just be a square by the end of it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you have to like, you know. So is, is that all your – like, so you're head of brand now? Um, I – yeah, I guess, you know, I'm not big on job titles, even though I asked for one. I wanted high <laughs> priestess of design, <laughs> fun, but they would not give it to me. Um, but, yeah, the, I head of brand design over there. and um, I'm yeah. so excited. I just found a title for the episode, which is high priestess of design. <laughs> nice. God. Oh, goodness. Goodness me. Um, yeah, I just made my own business cards now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, these days I oversee, oversee anything to do with the brand. Um, and yeah, it was really interesting going client side because, you know, I'm an agency girl um, and I, through and through, and I loved being an agency girl. This, I mean, again, being away, this opportunity came up. Mm. It was something different. It was a really interesting brand and company. Um, I'm not a music maker, but I do love music I, so much. And, kind of having the chance to be involved in something like that. And the more I, you know, read up on it, as you do, you know, when something mm. comes up, the more I was like, hey, you know, they, the, what they stand for and the things they do, like, you know, I think I want to be a part of this. But what kind of really um, drew me in was the calibre of people they worked with. Mm. Like, um, you know, Maythought is their brand agency and they do beautiful work, you know, I mean, I'm a big big fan of been following them for a long time yeah. and um, their digital work um, they had Eden Spiekerman do it and um, and they're amazing as well mm. so that alone I was like hey you know they really really you know really care about design yeah you, you just do some cool stuff like, I, I wanted to bring up little little drama toy <gasps> yes which for all, we all love corporate Christmas cards anyone listening is um, <laughs> was, was a Christmas card but it's like a Christmas card that is so much more in depth and it's it's like a it was basically like a a graphic yes but then you could you could touch parts of the graphic which yeah. would then make sound yeah and then you could develop a song and I spent 
almost a whole day before <laughs> I was like, oh, I should probably be doing some work. But it's um, yeah, it's amazing. So how did that come about? No, it was good. For, it was something that um, yeah, again, last year we did something similar and everyone loved it, mm. and it kind of came about just really randomly when. Uh, one of the developers, a uh, brilliant developer, shout out to Ben Jeffries, who's just just insanely brilliant. Um, yeah, saw our work Christmas card and was like, oh, that's a cool graphic. There's something I want to do. Do you mind if I use it? And I was like, yeah, go for it. Like, do whatever you want. <laughs> and then he came back with this like beat sequencer based on the graphic. And it was just like, what? And I was like, you need to share this with everyone in the company. And he's like, oh. And he was like, oh, but I'm not sure about the design. So I kind of gave him – pretty. I was pretty much like Dr. Colour. <laughs> <You know, laughs> right. I was on the colour – as we, you know, as what we, what we do in graphic design. Um, <laughs> no, and more than that. Um, and, you know, just tweaked the visual design of it and then this thing came about. And then a colleague of mine who's the head of, head of design was like, this should be our Christmas card. So that was last year and then this year. Again, no one, like, we, we've had a big year and that's the last thing you think about, like, yeah. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas cards. cards. But then after we, like, launched a bunch of things in, like, November, it was like, oh, gosh, got to get back to, you know, the other stuff. And um, another colleague of mine um, brought it up and said, oh, I'd really, you know, developer as well, um, be cool if we did this again. But, you know, what would be awesome if, you know, we could collaborate, do something to do with collaboration so people can play together. Mm. And then we were like, okay, Let's do this, and it was pretty amazing. I yeah. so I um, showed Flynn today. Yes, and he's produced a little <laughs> piece for us that he'd like to play. So I'm really excited oh, about this. I'm really excited can't about this wait because to hear it. we've we've this um, is the premiere of this is this is Flynn the artist beautiful coming out here. This is an original track, amazing. Um, original Tracy. What I'm actually I don't even care about what it sounds like. What I'm excited about <laughs> is that we finally um, got some software that allows us to play stuff <laughs> over. The- Such a geek. I love it. <laughs> Check us out. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, you guys can't hear this. I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> so for everyone at home, they could they could all hear that. But um, just ima- just imagine like something between Kanye West and David Bowie, oh, just amazing. like blowing your mind. He brought Bowie up. Amazing. Sorry. So yeah. That Sorry to bring Bowie up. Yeah. Did so is Bowie? How did you feel about? Bowie I was. I was I got a bit emotional actually. Like, I got really emotional. I'm not you know die Bowie fan, but I was, you know I appreciate music. I go always listen to Bowie, and I, he's always there at some point on rotation mm. in, in life in the soundtrack of my life. Um, but I don't know when I found out it was just. I think it was just it was such a. So my wife told me, and I was just like, no. I saw it yeah, on that, Seven that, News. That's, that's clearly. Oh wow! I got told by Seven News, and I was oh, really? just like, what? and I was like, no. I was like, is this a joke? Yeah, because yeah, because I thought that was you know it was like the John Goodman yeah. being dead, and it's like it was all over the internet, and then it was like, no, I'm I'm not dead. Yeah, and it's and I thought it was like that, and then it's just yeah, I don't know, it really affected me, and I and I think exactly the same as what you said is like I wasn't a massive fan, but I think as far as in the whole, he was the whole package. He was like you know music design like he yeah. thought so seriously about everything he did from the stage show to what the albums look like and you know and, and i guess i was really getting into black star yes because that is heavily designed it's mm. like so i bought it and it's like it's just beautifully designed and and listen to the it vinyl? now yeah it's worth a lot oh is <laughs> it was a friend was saying on ebay like because he bought it um 
two days before Bowie passed away. Yeah, yeah. And then it was just like, oh my gosh. Like, wow. Yeah, but it's just the I whole- think I think David David Bowie particular because he's always kind of had a, a big design aspect, right? Like I there was so. there's a famous I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the Englishman who did the that one album cover with the how his eyes were white Whitened out. Mm. Do you guys remember who that was? He came to Sydney once, like five years ago. Hmm. I can't remember his name. It'd be in the show notes. The Heathen, Heathen episode. Oh yeah. All the designers are scream- really screaming yeah, into there. Yeah. Really, I think I think he just really cared about that. Mm. And, yeah. So it really, it really affected me. And then it was funny because um, then Alan Rickman died. Yeah, um, I didn't think it was funny. No, that wasn't funny. It's but not that, funny. That, that really Matt. affected my daughter because that Snape. Oh, right, yeah. Harry Potter. So she she didn't understand the whole Bowie thing, but she, she was, was like, like Snape. <laughs> Snape is dead. It's, it's, can't and believe it's just, it. Yeah, it's a shame, it's isn't really... it? Anyway, let's move on. I'm sorry, to sorry, to, sorry to bring it up. Just, yeah, you know, so morbid. <laughs> so that's, that's that's the New Year was. So while actually, why I've mentioned that New Year's resolutions, have we got any that we should know about here? No, not not really. Um, resolutions. Do, do you do them? I did. I did some. I did some last year. Um, it's always the same stuff, though. It's I'm going to the gym more. I'm walking to work more. I'm trying to spend more time not working. For me, that's I a think good one. Is, is a big one because yeah, last yeah. year was like, what else can I do? Yeah, and this year is a bit more of kind of trying to make things a little bit more efficient and yeah. and that um, magical balance between work and. Yeah, fun projects and goals. just doing nothing. Yeah, you know, goals, not not you resolutions. You know, as goals. as a good friend of the show and me, at Gabby Lord, you know, she's like, no resolutions. It's all about the goals, which <laughs> I quite like. Um, and yeah, I did goals last year. Not really. I think learn German. But, mm, have, I didn't yeah, really. How, how'd that go? Yeah, that's not not <laughs> so good. I think I think you described to us uh, before, like it was like taxi German. That- My taxi German's amazing. Yeah, so we were having a bit of a discussion. We don't really know what that is. Like just you know, my you know conversations you have with cab drivers. I and for, I think oh, like shorthand, like no, no, as in just conversations. Like my well, when I speak to ta- German taxi drivers, that's what I mean. It's not like a particular anything. It's just like. For some reason, you know, my my German is at its best. Which, when <laughs> I say taxi. best, it's not very taxi. good. It's better than my, you know, all of the German I have. Just you know, when it comes to taxis, I'm just like because after you know, sometimes you know, you're probably a bit drunk in a taxi, and you know, get a bit of you know, alcoholic confidence, and then you just <laughs> you just go for it. So you, you think know? you're speaking German? You're like, yeah, 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 but then it's so long as they don't go off script because it's the same questions, you know, standard. Like, where are you from? What are you doing here? Right. Blah blah blah. And it's just like, yeah, I've got that. I've got you know that I'm from Australia. You know, graphic designer. Yeah. Completely different things. And then and then it's just like if they ask me, you know, what I had for lunch today, I'm just like. Oh, actually, other can I can answer. That's something <laughs> quite obscure. Off script, any off, anything specific. Off so, script. if they ask you about a particular political oh, thing yeah. that's happening at the time. No, and no deal. So, they can no. kind of preach to you. I'm going to send you. So, Tim Ferriss just brought out a brand new book about yeah. how to learn a new language in like oh. 10 days or something. Right. So I do that in my life. I'm going to send that to you. And yes. You're going to be an expert. Yes. Hope. 2016 is the year of the year of German for me. <laughs> the year of German, and I say this every side projects doing more stuff for myself. Yeah. I cool. think um, last year. Oh, again, like I think it's actually taken me. It'll be three years in June that I've been in Germany, and it really took a good two years. I can't believe it's been three years. I know. It's. I feel like I've been away for ages, but yeah. not. 
Like, because you come back and nothing, nothing's just, changed. No, it's, no, you know what? I was, nothing's changed, but everything's changed. Like, yeah. I think the people, you know, the people that I love, you know, and you know, my friends and my family and you know, old colleagues are the same. Circumstances have changed, mm. and obviously, you know, the city has changed a bit. I think you know, the lockout laws, like. Oh my gosh! I was, I was, you know. I like everything's got to do with like pubs and. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've been living in Germany for too long. But um, yeah, like everything's changed, but nothing's changed. So what what about these personal projects? Because it's interesting. Because I think we we met when you were at Moon, but then um, remember Zula try. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 You had the yeah, I did, panther. Yeah, I did a panther with triangles, I remember. Yeah. And I, I had a bat and it was like, it was this <laughs> deck of cards that she was doing of kind of like yeah. spiritual animals. And so, is this a Lulu Rutley project? It was a Lulu yes. Rutley kind of exhibition yeah. personal Always project. Always fun. And yeah. 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 And, it was, um, and I remember, yeah, yeah, your work was above mine and yeah. I was like, oh, oh. that's Maggie. <laughs> yeah, right. but it's always like you don't, like I'm always big on like I think it's really important, you know, to to get involved. Apart from yeah. the fact I enjoy it, but I think you know you kind of have to, you know, having worked in all the places that I ha- have worked, you know, the community. I know it sounds really like rah, um, kind no, of sopping and stuff, but like I've always I've always tried to get involved as much as I can. Yeah, because you know I find it really worthwhile. But you know, also how what do I expect? You know, the next you know. Um, generation of people coming through, like how are they supposed to, you know, know all these things and mm. um, getting out there and kind of mixing things up. And it keeps things interesting as well, I think, just yeah. being active and and that's me, you know, that's, you know, I appreciate, I love doing it. I get a lot from going to these things and being part of it. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important to do so, things for yourself. Yeah, totally. So, have you got some planned? Uh, I do. I do this thing. Um, I sketch a lot, um, which um, I've always sketched. But especially being away, um, one of the things I started I a couple of years ago um, was uh, this thing called three sixty draw three sixty five. Let's just throw out the hashtag for yeah. for everyone. So if you're on yeah. uh, Twitter so or Instagram, generic. hashtag yeah. draw three six five. Quite generic. So um, you'll probably find <laughs> you'll you get know, a lot, a lot of, stuff. of different stuff. <laughs> and mine will be buried in between people's you know, daily doodles. Um, but, again, it was something I started when I moved overseas because um, well, I wasn't working and also I, I'm – Had all this time on your hands. Had all this time around. <laughs> uh, but I'm also terrible at, like, a slave to my phone and, you know, the social media and, you know, everything. And it was just a break from yeah. that. Which there was some trends coming around about um, – I was reading today, there's obviously it's, it's a new year, there's lots of like trends for next year and that kind of thing. And I think pretty much on every list I was looking at, there was this idea of like getting away from the computer or getting away from the phone. Yeah, or switching off. Yeah. Right. It's a romantic time to think about these things as well. <laughs> it is because I'm, like, I'm always wired and, you know, it's just it, also apart from the fact that it's something to take me away from, you know, get get me off the grid. Yeah. Um, when I was travelling – I was doing a lot of, if any, like I was just solo traveling and it's kind of, you can't, it's sitting at a restaurant by yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. just on a phone. It's kind of like, come on, like, you know, so I always have a, not because I'm embarrassed, I I don't care. Like I actually love solo time, but it's actually quite lovely, you know, to just do something for for yourself. Mm -hmm. And and just, and just like for everyone, like to, 
to check it out because <laughs> it's it's so great to see this stuff because I can't believe it's been three years. But every now and then I just open it up yeah. and there's like a oh. drawing of some place in Berlin I've never been, and you've kind of you kind of hold it up to almost the background of where it is usually, yeah, right? Yeah, I always draw a scene. Like a scene, like a landscape it, scene most of the time always, as well? Um, it's kind of evolved over time a bit because I used to try and do it in six minutes, but then they were really rubbish drawings. Um, <laughs> so I was like, no, I should really spend it's more time. It's hard with the curated world yeah, of social media these days, like, isn't oh, it? I was yeah. like, oh, that's a bit shit. Um, so, <laughs> but also I wasn't kind of enjoying it. Um, and I was like, why am I creating these rules for myself? Like, <laughs> um, so, yeah, what I do is I always it's, – it's, it's always my many time. It's always a scene or – doesn't have to be a scene that I'm drawing. It could just be like sometimes when I don't have a scene, I'll just write words mm. or like I'll do some typography. I'll do mm. something. It's more like a snapshot of, you know, what that time from what I'm doing. Mm. Um, but these days I do more like like landscapey things. Every time I try, I always draw – I always make sure I do a drawing um, every time I go to a new place. Always, always, always. Yeah. And I draw the scene and I always take a photo of it there. It's great. I hold it up in front of the scene just so you know. It's kind of like a documentation of it. It's for the rest of us to live vicariously through your oh, travels. No. It's beautiful. It's, but cool. it's quite nice because it's kind of, it makes, you know, these days, don't get me wrong, you know, I must love my, love my grams, but it's, for me, I get, it's nice. It's something for me. And, even looking back on all the drawings I've done, because I've been doing this for yeah for about three years, mm. um, my drawings improved. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's amazing, I mean you know the, it's a muscle just like anything else. Yeah, and, mm. um, it's, it's yeah things look better. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the perfect example yeah. of deliberate practice in that sense. Of, yeah, that you're just doing it every day, and your and your muscle, your brain muscles, yeah. to do with that particular area, just start to understand that. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And um, the other thing that I, you know, the other rule that I have is I always draw in pen, and yeah. I mm. always I can't I can make mistakes, but I can't start new drawing. Right. Cool. So, so you're committed. You yeah, I'm committed. I have to yeah. commit. Right. Like there are so many like really terrible ones. Which, oh, okay. Just, just that could be just a black shadow. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah. So no, no. It's someone it's, walked in front of the frame. I'll just draw a person yeah, in front. Yeah. Oh no, people. Also not, not draw people. No people. Yes. Yeah. 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 They end up looking like yeah, saying Trisha, like from <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite, which is terrible. <laughs> um, so no people. Uh, actually, there is one. Like I did draw one person. Like a few months ago, um, I really love Sufjan Stevens, mm. um, and the it's new just album, light, latest album. Yeah, I know it's incredible. So I drew the album cover. Mm. So if you go to my Instagram, you see the picture, and <laughs> the the dad Lol, like um, doesn't look like Lol, but actually looks like Steve Coogan. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Um, so yeah, that's just an example of bit, why. So I I've I've done this before. So. Lee Mesenheimer from Destroy Rock City got me into it, and we did like we did a hundred days. Yeah, <clears throat> and I was just so amazed at looking back on my first or second or you know the first ten drawings, going, "Wow, I've really, yeah, I've really developed." Would you do it? Would you do three sixty, Mister Tracy? No, nah, it's not my thing. Oh, I'm. I reckon I'm going to get a petition. I think. <laughs> I think it's just kind of it doesn't have to be drawing like. I um, think I think you get so much out of it. Just, no, you'd be I, just one drawing. Every yeah, day. maybe, maybe. Is it because you don't draw? I not I so mean, much. I didn't. I didn't come into design from that artistic, yeah. artistic route. So much. I came in more from a communication just, kind of route. I just. I wasn't for you. 
99% of people in design are like, I was a kid that was drawing in school. You come up with the curriculum you know, a day. I'm doing all this sort of stuff. <laughs> I just I just wasn't that yeah. that type. I get that it's like a, a meditative kind of oh, reflective absolutely. thing, but that's not the way that I do yeah. that. No, I think it's routine. Like it's something to – I know, something for yourself. That's what I always say, something mm. for myself. That's not work. Yeah. Like mm. something that's enjoyable. Like if you don't enjoy drawing, then you shouldn't force yourself. Like yeah. for me with running, like – like I run, say run, it's like a light jog. Um, I'm not – I don't like long-distance running. Like I won't mm. go out and run for ages, but I'll do short – like I'll do 15 minutes. Yeah. And that's enough and I enjoy that. And yeah. That's, you know, that's just for mm. me. And yeah. same thing with drawing. Like one of my best friends is an awesome illustrator and um, I used to look at her drawings and she does like biro really detailed um, portraits. Mm. Um and I used to be like, I wish I could draw like that. Like, and I used to try and it's just like, no deal. Like, just couldn't. I don't know. I just, I, again, it's like, I don't know why I forced it. And yeah, like I, this is like, I enjoy drawing and I just, I have my style. And See, uh, I, mm. I like the forcing it because you eventually you start breaking through. It's like. That's true. So, painting yep. for me is one of the yeah. scariest things I can it, ever do. It is scary. Yeah. And I it, can't it, paint. And, and. Only and then drawing used to be the yeah. same for me, and it was only through doing it and forcing myself yeah. to do it that I suddenly sort of broke yeah. through that, and then it wasn't scary. Yeah, anymore. Well, I guess that's true. Like with oh, again, like one of the things that I've been wanting to kind of delve a bit more into is um programming. Right. Um, yeah. It's something that I think you know I'm I'm interested because I think it would be helpful um, for the you know all the things that I do. Um, but it's just one of those things where I just like. Just can't. Yeah, put there's my some foot really in it. cool games out there. So, yes. um, there's Code Combat. Code Combat. Yeah, which you have to write code in order to beat the goblins. <laughs> Actually, that sounds like something that I would it's, like. It sounds ridiculous, there's, but it's really good. There's another game like that. Maybe it's the same. Maybe it's the yeah. same thing. But you write your own spells, and it's all based on. Oh wow! Yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you after so, this. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's super interesting. Send um, it to me as well. It's been just on the Reddit and yeah, and and oh, you and everyone else. It's yeah. been on Reddit and Imago like quite a lot in development. And they're like, yeah, so we want to make this code game. It's based on code, but it's visual. Mm. So it's kind of like you have to start with like a base spell, yeah, but then it does these things, but it affects the three D world. Yeah. So you can do things like oh, throw wow. all the rocks in the air and then crash them down. You see right. that? If you do the code wrong, you kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see that's something that you know speaks to me. I could yeah. be like, yeah, yeah. I want to build. Geometric rocks. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to fly through. Yeah. Yeah. So I was playing Code Combat with my daughter and trying to. Yeah, I thought code's going to be important. You need to learn this. And um, <laughs> oh, and, that's awesome! And it's just I it love was, that. It was that kind of idea that suddenly I was talking to people who do code, and I was kind of like, oh, I kind of know. And something went wrong with the learning portal, and I got in there and fixed yeah. it. And I was like, "Wow, getting hacker!" Yeah, I just I was like, "Put your glasses on." <laughs> but that's what I like you know about you know programming. It's just because I'm like a like a brand and print print and brand and environments background, and obviously doing more digital, but still like just the you can just make anything. You know that hmm. like mm. for me, there's always like no no. You print it and that's it, you know, you make a spelling, that's it. Whereas it's just so changeable and, mm. you know, I think, again, working at Ableton, one of the biggest things that I've learned, which has been awesome, is working differently. I think that goes for any job, but this job in particular, I've never, ever been exposed to a different way of working 
um, that's I guess, I guess you're working with full-on sort of software engineers. Oh, and, yeah. They're yeah. like the like just nerd town. Like they're mm. deep. Like they're yeah. deep. Like, the deep web, deep, deep oh, hackers. Oh, yeah, deep, deep hackers. I always, <laughs> you know, when I got there, um, I was like, oh, you know, so I always ask the developers. Um, I think they think I'm a bit nuts. I was like, so my first question is, can you make Photoshop? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, probably. Well, because they're responsible for building the devices that, you right. know. It's like, you know, Photoshop sound. That's the simplest way that, you know, I make sense of, you know, what Ableton Live does. And it's just incredible, like, mm. seeing them build yeah. something. Um, yeah, it's just insane. Able- mm. Ableton had a really nice tagline that I, I just loved and I wanted it. It's, <laughs> it's, you may not have heard of it. But you've certainly heard it. Which I just thought was awesome for like a sound kind of like production. Uh, I love that it made your day. Uh, I do. So excited I like, about I like it. That kind of yeah. Um, that's going to take us to the end, guys. Aww. We're out of time. We're all out of time. Thank you for having me. It's been great. It's I'm nice glad we could in. sort this out. And thanks for giving up part of your holiday to come and hang out with us. Pleasure. No, made, 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 made my holiday. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so, usually at the end of the episode, we just kind of go around the table um, to, to let everybody know and where we can find out more stuff. Ask me and I'm going to ask you. But it's, I haven't done anything. I've been off Facebook, Twitter, <gasps> nothing. She cut yourself just, off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know why. So, if you want to find out more about Matt, just go... Nowhere. Um, <laughs> no. Just stare at stare at a wall for a while, at, and at, at Leechworth, I, I will get back on it. That's on for Twitter all, for, for all my on the yeah, for all my amazing followers. That yeah, follow everything I do. Oh. For something more interesting for our listeners, where can people find you, Maggie? <laughs> me, um, like I said, I don't have a website, still don't. But you can find me on the Instagrams. Yeah. Um, uh, at M M C Tang or M Tang. If you want to contact her, try and do it in German. No, do it, please do. I, I need all the practice in German. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the all the Deutsche practice I need. Um, and uh, same for Twitter as well. I'm on Twitter. Cool, perfect. Um, I'm on everything at Flynn Tracy, and we'd like to thank you guys for listening to Australian Design Radio. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at AUS Design Radio, and you can find this episode or more at Australian Design Radio. Simplecast. FM. All right, see you guys. See ya. 